All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the One More Thing podcast uh, for Marsh Creek Community Church. So glad you could join us. Uh, I'm Ryan Stockton. I'm the pastor here at Marsh Creek, and I'm super glad. Uh, last week was our first week doing this, and it was just me. Uh, but today I'm joined by somebody really special and really gorgeous. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi. I'm Andrea. I happen to be Ryan's wife. <laughs> So she's going to join me in some conversation today because as I was chewing through some of these questions, she had much better thoughts than I did. So, uh, so, so I, so she's joining me here today. Um, so we had some great questions submitted. Uh, again, if you if you haven't heard the sermon from last week, please go back and check out our podcast or our YouTube page, and you can see or or listen to the sermon there, and that'll give you a lot of the background that that you need for for uh, for this thing today. Um, so we had a few questions submitted, so I wanted to talk through some of these here. And I'm just going to get right into it. So uh, the first question that we had, uh, has Marsh Creek Community Church always been brethren in Christ? Uh, for some people, you're only hearing this phrase, brethren in Christ, since I got here, <laughs> for, for some of you. Um, and so uh, actually, this is not a new thing. Marsh Creek Community Church was, in fact, planted as a brethren in Christ church. We have always been brethren in Christ. Uh, but our connection to the denomination has been kind of off and on. Over the over the years, uh, sometimes more connected, sometimes less connected, but we just believe that there's value in connection to the denomination, to our larger tribe. Uh, so, so yeah, so we're doing our series this week to kind of help us reconnect some of those, uh, make some of those connections again. I think one of the things that leads to that confusion very easily is that it's not in our name. Yeah, I don't know, was it ever? No, it it never was. <laughs> so some no. brethren in Christ churches will say. You know, it, it could have been called Lionville Brethren in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But they And decided... there is, funny fact, there is actually a Marsh Creek Brethren in Christ Church. It's yes. just in the Susquehanna Conference in, in central Pennsylvania. So there are actually two Marsh Creek Brethren in Christ churches. It's just one is called Marsh Creek Brethren in Christ, and ours is Marsh Creek Community Church that happens to be Brethren in Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, so we can understand some of the, uh, some of the um, <clears throat> what, confusion there, for sure. Uh, second question, of the 10 qualities or 10 core values of being BIC, is one more important than another? Is there a value of one that comes before another? I think this is a really good question, I think. Um, and I don't think we would say that one value is more important than another. I think if you, and we haven't gone through this whole series yet. So as we go through the series, you'll see what we're talking about. I think if you get rid of any one of them, you're in trouble um, because they're all a part of following Jesus. They're all a part of obey obedience to scripture and things like that. Um, but, but I think there might be some, some that kind of, uh, from through, through, through which the others flow. So I don't know if I said that really well, but let me give an example here. So looking at some of the, uh, what core values, a couple of them that we're actually talking about, uh, this coming Sunday are believing the Bible and following Jesus. And I think those two, uh, believing the Bible and following Jesus, I think I think all the others flow through those. I think those are pretty foundational. Yes. Right? Yeah. I, I would agree. <laughs> I mean, unless we want to read off all of them because nobody knows what the 10 are. Yeah. I mean, well, so we talked about <laughs> worshiping God the first week, and we also talked about belong, um, <clears throat> experiencing God's love and grace. We talked about those first two. 
But then the others, I'm not going to read the uh, little <laughs> subtitle, sub-sentences, things that they, we have them, but belonging to the community of faith, witnessing to the world, serving compassionately, pursuing peace, living simply, and relying on God. So those are the rest of the core values, and, and they're all good. And I think, I think yeah. we should keep them all, but, um, but I think, yeah, believing the Bible and following Jesus are pretty foundational, and the others might flow from there. I could agree with that. Yeah. Oh, good. Whew. All right. <laughs> um, this third one, though, kind of takes a, a little bit more, uh, some chewing on here a little bit, I think. So uh, when times are hard and you're having difficulty worshiping God, I think a lot of us have been there. Do you have practical tips or suggestions on how to worship when your heart isn't ready? Oh, man. So, <laughs> should I jump uh, in first? Yeah, jump in. Jump in. I don't know where to go with this. So, <laughs> I, I, I feel like this happens to me a lot more than it happens to Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, you know, there, there are a number of different spiritual gift lists in the Bible, hmm. um, and yeah. they often... Uh, the one that pulls to the front for Ryan is faith. Faith comes actually pretty easily to him. Yeah. So if you're ever doubting or struggling, come to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't come to me. Go to He'll go tell to you why you should believe. I'll tell you. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I have had a lot of moments, days, even months and years for which hmm. worship or faith has been very hard Um, and my if I'm going to say a practical tip it would be to be honest Mm. and I think that's applicable all the time that's good Um, if if I see some words on the screen if we're in our corporate time of worship together and I'm not feeling it sometimes I just don't sing those (laughs) (laughs) or I'll pull out a journal or write on the back of a something in my bag and just start writing down I suppose a prayer to God right writing down my thoughts or my frustrations or my struggles I think we see David as a really great example of not pretending in worship um, mm-hmm. in the Psalms or and or the other people who yeah. wrote uh, some of the Psalms <laughs> right. yep. um, they were never afraid to be angry to be sad to be despair to question god where are you why have you done this to me where did you go are you sleeping mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um or I, sometimes it's like i'm just not i'm just not feeling today you know and and i think it's really okay i think the most harm is done when you pretend that those things aren't true yeah or when you try to <clears throat> Yeah, what, what, I guess, yeah, what you're saying. Act act like it's not true or sure. pretend to others. You know, pre- there's pretending to yourself and there's also pretending to others that mm. it's not true. And so being honest with others and with yourself that you're not there. Right. I think it's really, it's really important. You know, and you, you may or may not feel comfortable opening up to everyone around you. Right. That may not be appropriate. That mm. does tend to be a struggle of mine. I want to open up everything to everyone <laughs> around me. <laughs> everybody, surely everybody wants to know everything. 
Um, but not always, or when things are really hard that, you know, you, yeah. you tend to, to need to find someone who's safe for yeah. you. But yeah. in times when I, there have been seasons of, some would call it a dark night of the soul mm. or a spiritual desert um, that lasted well over a year um, mm. for me in, mm. in years past. And I think the things that got me through were recognizing that I don't, that the feelings are not king, mm. um, making a decision Oof. toward faith. Kind of like when you get married, you have to make a decision to love. Um, I have made a, I have made a promise to follow Jesus, and I'm going to decide that faith is the the starting point with which I'm experiencing what's going on. Um, and then also close community. There were times when <clears throat> the larger church gathering was just really hard for me to be in, and. Um, and this was in the context of a church setting that I super loved and we felt embraced in. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the larger worship setting, it just felt, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it felt fake. It just, I felt like I had to be maybe fake or it, mm. I don't know. I, I just struggled for a really long time in that. But my small group was always kind of a light to me. Mm seeing tangible people who loved me and I loved them and experiencing God and kind of borrowing the faith of others through that Mm, hard time. So the thing that got you through wasn't me telling you you just need to knock it off? (laughs) That wasn't what did it for you? And I think there's, I think there's real value there. So like if you, so if you're married to someone or you know someone or have a friend who's going through this and maybe you can't even relate, but like, but you need to understand that this isn't, no, no one decides to, to have, to, to have a heart that doesn't really feel like engaging with God in worship and, and stuff like that. No, it, it, no one decided to be there and wants or even loves to be there. And so just validate and just be there for you don't even have to say words (laughs) let the other person share if they want to to the extent that they feel able to and free to and safe to um but don't feel like you need to talk someone out of it no don't try to talk anybody (laughs) right exactly in fact you should probably leave them alone if you can't relate at all (laughs) leave leave it to those who understand (laughs) but but if, but when you when you're in one of those deeper longer struggles, it is very I would say critical to mm. to bring someone in mm. to where yeah. to where you are. And sometimes it's day by day, week by week, month by month, or mm. whatever. But I also think it's important to define worship at its core. Um, uh, dare I? <laughs> I. <laughs> I appreciated what Tara mentioned after the sermon or at the end of the service about mm-hmm. ascribing worth because that is the root of the word mm-hmm. and I, that's right on. Um, but for me, yeah. it's it's like an in my heart bowing. Mm-hmm. Like it's placing myself under God mm-hmm. in any moment of the day, right? And because of all the moments, it's really easy to even forget about him completely. So... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's 
um, I think worship is any of those times or moments when we put him as king and we put ourselves under him. Yeah. Um, yeah, because sometimes what we, you know, in, in talking about, uh, it, like the question says, when our, when our heart isn't ready, sometimes it's because we have a particular conception of what worship is. And that's what we don't want to do. Like, right. we're not feeling the corporate singing on a Sunday morning. We're just not there for that. And that's okay. But maybe maybe you need a, a walk in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, maybe... I've totally skipped services because I was just, like, ticked off and went to the park and journaled instead. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and, and, that can, and that's worship, you know? That, that can be worship. And so I think it's, I think it's also important to recognize that uh, not all worship looks the same and your heart may not be up for certain kinds, but maybe there are other ways of engaging with God that you can do. Um, so, but Andrew, those, those three things were so, so good when you're in those remembering that emotions aren't king, uh, making a decision to faith or something like that. It was a decision to follow faith or your decision or commitment to faith and then finding community, uh, to get, to, to walk through that time, whether it's a short time or a long time, and just being honest about it with yourself and with some safe other people. And especially with God, because he's not fooled. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 yeah so he good. is not served more by a public disp- display of emotion that's not real mm-hmm. <laughs> than yeah. just telling him, oh, this is really yeah. Not what I'm feeling today. Yeah. I'm I'm having a hard time. Because when we're faking it, that's for the benefit of other people yeah. a lot of times. Right. But worship isn't for the benefit of other people. It's not even for the benefit of God. It's for it's for God. It's giving Him the like you're saying, ascribing worth and giving glory to God. It's for Him. So when you're faking it, God sees through that anyway, and it's it's all for him anyway. So it's really doing nobody a favor. <laughs> and I think it it's most critically for our spiritual formation for us to to mm. bow. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we like to be the king. Oh so no! Ryan I'm has sorry. A phone I'm getting call a call starting. right here. And I'm gonna hang that up. I thought it was. Gonna... We're gonna have to uh, wrap up here. <laughs> oh, but such good thoughts, such good thoughts, Andrea. Thanks so much for joining uh, today. And I dang it, thanks trying again. <laughs> I thought it was going to ring through on my phone, which is silent, but it's on Skype, which is also on my computer here. So anyway, <laughs> thanks for joining us this week. Andrea, any, any further last thoughts here? For it's all right. See you no? later. Okay, cool. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us for one more thing. And, or four uh, more things. Or four more things. <laughs> and we'll see you next, or, or listen to you or hear you next week, whatever. We'll see you on Sunday. Bye. Bye.